Welcome to Homebuilder Happy Hour. This is Kelly and Ryan. And we're serving up the latest trends in the home building industry to help you navigate this competitive market. So go ahead and pour yourself a drink, relax, and enjoy the happiest hour of the day with us. Cheers. Cheers. Hello and welcome to Home Builder Happy Hour. I am excited to be here today. This is one of my favorite podcasts that we do since we started doing the podcast. Um, sitting here with Ryan as usual. Hi, Ryan. Hi, guys. And I'm excited this year we have three amazing copywriters on staff and each one of them took their own trend. Instead of having one person put it together as we have in the past, we kind of assigned out one trend for each of our lovely copywriters. And they really explored that trend and wrote it up. And by the time that this podcast comes out, you will be able to download the full report um, and read it at your leisure. But today you get to hear each of them walk us through um, their trend that they wrote about. So I want to just welcome Rainy Emerson, Say hi. Hi, everybody. And Nicole Hakeem. Hello. <laughs> and Learen Jess. Hi. So we're going to start uh, with our first trend, and that is oh, I have to pull it up. The evolution of short form video. Um, I am going to turn it over to Rainy. She wrote all about this trend and she's going to kind of walk us through the highlights. Take it away, girl. Thanks, Kelly. Yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about the evolution of short form, kind of where it started back in 2012 and where it's at today and projected for 2023. Um, so let's just dive right in. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of us know about Snapchat. Um, that was really the first real introduction of these shorts um, with 10 second videos that disappeared right after being opened. And what this did is kind of started a cascading effect of really as across industries understanding how these video content snippets would really impact um, sales, engagement, and a lot of other things on social media. So moving into 2013, um, Snapchat started doing longer stories that disappeared after 24 hours. And this started catching a lot of eyes, a lot of engagement. And then Vine started incorporating their six second videos into the online sphere. So these six second videos really caught attention with, you know, our increasingly short attention spans delivering, you know, really upbeat, catchy, um, a little bit addicting, little pieces of content that people just soaked up. So moving on into 2018, TikTok really took the stage and they changed things up a little bit by making videos longer, 60 second videos with original sound and filters, more editing abilities, which really allowed people to personalize their videos. And this also introduced the For You page, which was just the algorithm's accurate reading of giving users what they wanted. 
So TikTok really took it away um, and started running with, you know, short form video. So Instagram and Facebook had to catch up. Fast forward to 2020, they're introducing Reels where you know, users are able to share their experiences and, you know, their their likes, their dislikes through video, which happened to be a lot more engaging than just solid picture and text alone. Um, and so the Instagram algorithm ranked reels using popular sounds. And so that really introduced audio bits and how those different sounds would impact social media and impact reels and video along the way. Um, And then just last year in 2021, YouTube caught on and launched their shorts in March. So just with from 2013 to 2021, and now 2022, we're seeing a huge change in the industry, like across industries. And we're really starting to understand how these short videos can impact businesses and help transform businesses to be more modern and alive on these platforms where before it wasn't even a thing. So as of now in 2022, according to HubSpot, short form ranks number one for lead generation and engagement. And 85% of marketers say that it's the most effective marketing format on social media. So this is something to really take note of. If you have a business you got to be using short form video to help reach these target audiences to sell your product. Um, And the momentum just continues to build going into 2023 as viewers are turning to social media for entertainment, information, online shopping experiences, and pretty much everything. So each platform operates a little bit differently, so it's important to really understand how each application influences your reach as a company. Um, For example, TikTok draws in new followers. It gets your content, your products in front of new eyes, while Instagram and Facebook alike, they both re-engage with your existing existing audience. So it's important to keep that in mind as you cater your content to fit the market and fit the platform that you're working with. Um, And there are, you know, when you're thinking about creating short form video for your company, it's easy to understand that you need it, but you can get a little caught up in not really understanding, well, what kind of videos should I post or what should these topics be about? So I'm going to give a couple little nuggets that's relevant in the home building industry, definitely, but also across other industries and other niches as well. So first off, product teasers. This is key for businesses to really produce attention-grabbing, short, dynamic videos that tease your product to your audience. You don't have to give everything away, but you have to deliver those those little snippets that you think are the most engaging and the most compelling and the most desirable aspects and features that your products have. Um, And this gives audiences, whoever's watching it, I got to have it. I need it. I want more. And it will help them engage with your content, continue to follow you and lead to the organic promotion of your products, which is 
just great long after you've posted the video, it will continue to perform and you'll see it on the back end. And so just some stats on that, uh, videos that average less than one minute long in 2022 saw a 135% increase in views. So definitely something to keep in mind when you're creating campaigns for your products. Second off is behind the brand videos, these behind the scenes videos that humanize your company. It creates transparency with your online community. And this is extremely valuable to your potential clients in your audience because people want to see authenticity in this online world where you can craft any kind of visual to deliver a message. People want to see what's real. So the key here is to cater to your niche and stay authentic. So find the balance between what's trending in your industry and online, and then also what's on brand for your business. What do you want to share? What do you want your viewers to be aware of about your company culture? Um, And we love doing that at Get Community. We've done it with several of of our of our clients and it really it really does produce good results and then lastly yeah yeah yeah. uh so (laughs) lastly is tips tricks and testimonials this is like the foundation of value for your online presence and for the home building industry this can look like diy projects explainer videos, educational content. And we've done this a lot at Get Community as well. Um, And it helps to build brand loyalty and support future buyers when they're trying to make their decision of what they want to do. And this is a great Uh, topic to use to educate your audience and answer those most asked questions so that when they come to you ready to buy, they have their questions answered and all you had to do is post a couple videos. So it's really easy to just in a few seconds present a problem that your industry deals with, offer that solution, and in the process promote the product that you're trying to sell. So it's an effortless, well, a little bit of effort to create but it's really um, an organic uh, growth tool. So what we're seeing moving forward here is uh, we're dealing with a lot of multitaskers and younger generations and older generations as you know, the internet is easily available to us. So audios are becoming a bigger tool. So when you're scrolling on Reels, scrolling on Instagram, you might not have your sound on, but some people do. Some people like to listen to the information while they're doing something else. So this is where voiceovers or producing your own music is a great way to avoid licensing and copywriting issues and also you know, create a hot trend, create something completely new that your industry audience can take and run with. So we're seeing that on the horizon for 2023. And then as we're doing right here on our podcast, you know, if if your company offers something outside of the platform, which most companies do, uh, 
you can use a clip of the audio, say for a podcast, over an animated graphic and give the audience that you have a taste of what you offer outside of the platform. So we're seeing a lot of off-site linking to sites like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other popular audiobook sites, which funnels your existing traffic to your product pages. So it's another tool to use to kind of seamlessly connect your social media and your website, your podcast, and really just drive traffic to everything that you have to offer as a company. So when we're dealing with short form video, keep in mind it is the number one trend right now that is extremely effective and is producing incredible results on the back end. So use these topics, product teasers, behind the brand videos, tips, tricks, and testimonials to really set your online presence up and have a strong, strong value to offer your your audience. So that is the evolution of short form. I love it. Great nice. job for walking us through all that. Thank you, <laughs> um, Kelly. I think I was going to say, Ryan looked like he was about to say something, but I looked back to see how many years we've been doing the trends report. This will be our fifth trends report. And I didn't open every one of them up, but I'm pretty sure it's most likely we've talked about short form video in every single one of them. It's such an Mm -hmm. evolving trend. And every single year when I think it probably won't be on our trends report, it is because so much is changing. Like these new things that we're looking at, like I'm very excited about audio and where we might take that next year with creating our own unique audio. Um, But yeah, I mean, there were so many good little nuggets in there. I love it. Yeah, and it's exciting to see where it's all going to go because, again, this is just within the last 10 years, last seven years, really, that we've started to see short form even be a thing. So fast forward seven years, it's going to be a whole new game. So it's definitely the time to start creating. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the evolution of short form has been, you know, very interesting to watch, um, you know, and where we're at right now, um, you know, with it is, you know, and and a lot of it, I think, comes to TikTok when you look at um, how they've integrated advertising, um, you know, or, you know, some of it being organic versus the sponsored, um, you know, the, the people that really do it right, even the sponsored, you know, the promoted ads and all of that, um, you know, they make it feel like it's part of the TikTok experience, um, you know, whereas, you know, when you're watching, you know, TV or YouTube or, you know, even scrolling through Facebook, that um, the, ad, the ads generally interrupt your experience, um, you know, so they are, they take you out of what what you are doing, you know, because you're, you know, especially like YouTube, it's like watching commercials. So it's like you search for something and it's like, oh, I've got to wait for this ad, you know, that has you know maybe nothing to do with my topic. You know, it's not the same type of content I'm looking at, um, you know, but when you're in TikTok, it's like, oh, it's like every 15 seconds you're moving to something new and it's just like, oh, it's an ad, like, but is it interesting, you know, or it's, you know, um, 
it, it's a, a small business that's promoting something that they think is cool, you know, is it interesting, you know, and it just fits the experience, you know, and being able to very quickly, you know, swipe it away, you know, makes that, um, you know, just makes it feel like it's not, you know, coming right at you. So, yeah, I was looking at Hootsuite's trends report for next year and, um, one of their big ones is the use of creators, like small businesses using creators as we used to call influencers. You could literally do a trend on from influencer to creator and what that whole evolution has looked like. But, um, the bigger companies are kind of dropping creators right now and it's opening up an opportunity for smaller businesses to be able to afford using a creator to promote their products um, or services. But I think it's very, it's a great opportunity for our industry. And I know some of our clients are asking us about it and we've always used influencers in some way or another. And we've watched that trend over the years. Um, But like on TikTok, like Ryan was saying, I, can tolerate ads from people who I follow so much more than any, than anywhere else, because I'm actually kind of interested to see how they're going to promote that product. And I look to see, oh, is this sponsored? Sometimes I'm just like, no, I don't want that. But if it, there's some that are so good at it and you know, like, you know, it's an ad, but they just have so much fun with it and you know, you're influenced and they're making money doing it. And we're probably buying products. I have bought several things via TikTok and Instagram in the last five days. So I know it works. (laughs) Um, Okay. Great job, Rainy. Thank you so much. We are going to move on to our second trend, which will be introduced by Nicole Hakim. And this trend is the rise of immersive and interactive content. All you. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. So for my trend, as Kelly said, I chose to focus on immersive and interactive content. Um, So when I was doing this trend, it made me realize that immersive and interactive content, though it has grown a lot in the past couple of years on social media, it has you know been around forever, really. Like without engagement, you're not going to feel validated to make more content at all. It doesn't matter if it's internet, it could just be like a book. If somebody has like negative thoughts, you're not gonna do it. If someone gives you a positive review, you're definitely gonna make more. I feel like without engagement, especially like, like, let's take, for example, the first YouTube video ever made was the creators at the zoo. Without the engagement and people, like, really wanting more stuff on YouTube, I don't think that platform would have evolved like it has. And it probably wouldn't have led to creation of, like, Vine or TikTok or short-form video, which is now, as Rainy says, the number one trend. So, so I think that though immersive content has evolved over the years, I think they really gained traction during the pandemic in 2020. Because COVID-19, as people know, put a halt to all your social interactions, and you're forced to stay home. And because of that, many people have found refuge on the internet, looking for interactive experiences to fill um, like that empty gap from not being able to go out and interact with people firsthand. 
So I had um, a source from Mediafly that reported that during COVID, um, content usage actually increased by a whopping 207%. And interactive content was seeing 28% more views than static content. You know, given that, you know, this was only a couple of years ago and life, you know, has started up again, it doesn't seem like immersive content is going to go away or decrease at all, especially with the fact that COVID does not seem to want to go away either with new strains. COVID's always looming in the background, even if it's not the same as it was in 2020. As a result, more brands, I think, should be encouraged to put the social back in social media and try to interact with their audiences. And there are several ways to do this. There's calls to actions, which asks a question or encourages um, audiences to do a certain activity, uh, provocative questions, fun quizzes, and in the terms of videos, live streams, which you will see a lot on, especially on TikTok and Instagram. So my first point is talking about uh, calls to actions. Mediafly has reported that interactive content sees 52.6% more engagement than static content, and users are more likely to spend more time looking at interactive content. Because of this, Instagram has started pushing posts that have more comments rather than likes. So if you're gonna be exploring Instagram, even if you don't follow this person, you're going to see the post that has more comments. Let's say two brands are sharing the same type of product. One of them has a bunch of likes and the other one has a bunch of comments and likes. You're going to see the latter. And therefore, you're more likely to see a bunch of different sources, a bunch of different products on your feed. And I think for the home building industry, it's really important to continue this trend. Like it's nice to get likes, but if you're not getting the comments, you don't know what the audience likes about your post. Like, they just like it, no comments. You're going to be left wondering, what exactly do they love about what I posted? And I really think they could benefit from asking potential home buyers, why do you like this home? It's, it's validating. It shows that you know what you're doing. It encourages communities um, like your upcoming communities of how you're going to build your homes, the floor plans you're going to use, if you know for a fact that your audiences prefer this floor plan over this floor plan. And it also another fun way uh, to get more engagement is encouraging your users to tag someone who might love this community because it's going to encourage the person that's tagged to actually look at your stuff as well. And the cycle is going to continue. It's going to get more and more people to your posts and more and more people are going to be interacting with you. And these not only increase engage engagement and chances that others are going to see the post, a big part of this is it shows audiences that you want to hear their voice. Their opinions are wanted and important to you. A big example of this is um, we just saw this with Olsen Homes during Halloween. They had a pumpkin carving contest, which had hundreds of people voting because they asked them to look at the pumpkins, tell us which one you like. It wasn't just a bunch of judges at Olsen looking at them and deciding, oh, we're gonna vote for this one, this, this is the winner. They wanted to know what regular people thought of them. And because of that, we got the Mickey pumpkin was the winner.
<laughs> it, it's, these fun posts are sure to keep your audiences coming back for more because they're encouraged to give their two cents and they can see that, you know, even though you're the one with the big product, they have a lot of power. And a second point I uh, wanted to make was about quizzes. Because you've probably seen these everywhere, especially on Facebook. Like, oh, which Star Wars character are you? Or in this recent one, which is kind of weird, uh, which member of the royal family are you? Uh, quizzes are such a good tool because they are very shareable. As soon as you get your results, you want to share it to your feed and you want your friends to take it and you want to know what their results were so you can compare. Uh, I know I see it all the time and I do it. And especially because apparently BuzzFeed quizzes are probably the most popular and 96% people finish them and are more likely to share them after that. I think home builders could benefit from this. Just they don't have to do anything crazy. It doesn't have to be like 50 questions. They can just be really short. 10 questions is a great way to showcase your homes, all of the features that comes with it, and why they're a great community for potential home buyers. I think if home builders were to have a kind of quiz to see which community would be perfect for so-and-so, they're more likely to visit the community and see if the results are accurate. They want to see, oh, I wonder why this home is perfect for me, and actually look through it look through all the features, look at the surrounding area. And even if it's not what they expected, they might be likely to look at the other homes in the community and see if there is actually one that is perfect for them. Then they would share the quiz, encourage their friends and family and followers to take this. And it gets more eyes on the product. And who knows, it might actually lead someone on their home buying journey to find their perfect home. And another big thing that you see now, especially on TikTok and Instagram, are live streams. You can't go on them without seeing them. You scroll, you accidentally click it, you're in a live stream, and you see how interactive these are. There's a bunch of people saying, here, I'll write your name or tell your fortune. And you're encouraged to just stay on it and see what they have to say. I think these could be really helpful for, for our clients, especially if they wanted to talk directly to interested buyers instead of just posting something on Facebook or Instagram and hoping they'll comment on it after it's posted. I think live stream events, especially with um, a sales agent or community representative, are perfect for taking viewers through the homes. Um, the host can answer questions along the way, and it really helps reach a broader audience, particularly those who can't make it to a model grant opening to ask questions or go schedule a tour because, you know, that's life. You can't always make it to these events. And it really helps audiences of all walks of life interact with the product and show that even if they can't make these events, their opinions are important. They're the ones that are going to make this home a home. And it doesn't matter where they're from, doesn't matter who they are, we want them in our communities. 
and and I believe um, immersive content is going to get more and more prominent in the in the next year. Like I said, the pandemic is still a pandemic. People are still getting sick. People are still staying at home, working from home. And to know that you want to connect to your audiences wherever they are and promote your product, your brand is only going to continue to grow. And you're going to show your audiences, again, that they are important no matter if they're in an office, they're in person, or sitting in front of their computer at home. Okay, I think I'm done. Awesome. Thank you so much for walking us through that all. <laughs> um, one thing I have to say, or I know Ryan, me and Ryan could just talk over each other all the time. Um, but like one of the things that we do that is so I feel like immersive is the GC fly tours. And that was like a COVID baby, right? It's like yes. you're in it. It's not you can't post it on social media, but you can post snippets of it. But it's like an experience that as someone who's doing all their due diligence from home, like you have full control over, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's it's really helpful that you can see everything that's in these communities and what you can expect if you were to move there without having to actually like fly or drive there. Yeah. Yep. But there's so much, you know, just easy content, you know, from a home builder standpoint, you know, that can be pulled from, um, you know, what you're talking about in these experiences and, um, you know, um, just the things, you know, that come to mind, like when you talk about the quizzes and, you know, when you have a new model opening and you've got four or five models and they all have different kitchens and doing the, you know, what type of kitchen are you, you know, and having the 10 or 15 questions that, you know, helps them come through and, you know, pops up with a, you know, you're the, you know, the farmhouse kitchen, you know, and, um, you know, having that as something that they can share, you know, the calls to action and, um, you know, those things I, I, in our last social media marketing world, you know, we had that, you know, one talk about, you know, the posts that were generating, you know, some of the most interaction and engagement were those just static posts with the picture and just not even a picture. It was like a solid background with words that just, you know, asked a question, you know, and it just poses one simple question. And, you know, people like to comment back to answer that question, you know, and you get that, you know, kind of engagement, you know, um, and that, you know, interactivity, um, you know, going on there. Um, and the thing, oh, you were talking about the live streams, um, the <laughs> one, and I think it's really interesting. I, um, I see it constantly again. Um, well, I see it all over the place, but I see it a lot on TikTok in the way that they're doing live streams where often it's um, uh, what comes up for me is these people that have, there's like a question or a chart or something on a board like behind them, um, you know, and then they're just in the corner, but they're just talking, but it's the, they're using the visual to stop people. Um, so that as you're you know scrolling through, it's like, Oh, there's like, I want to read what that says. And then while you're reading it, you hear that that person is talking about that or something else and uh, those type of things. And that would be interesting too, like I said, from a home builder standpoint, having, um, you know, um, an agent or, you know, one of the salespeople doing a, a live stream with, you know, have that question behind them, you know, of, 
you know, what's so great about Porter Ranch, you know, um, and just have them <laughs> being on there talking and then, you know, interacting, hoping that people are going to stop, you know, um, and say, oh, well, what are they saying? What is she saying? It's it's using that visual to, you know, draw them in and then the live stream to, you know, to kind of keep them there. So, yeah. And it gives, people, it gives people an opportunity on that because I was thinking like, we need to probably reinvent live streaming in the home building industry and how, you know, our clients are using live streaming effectively. Um, but if you had a question like that, just, I like your example of what's so great about Porter ranch. You also would find that audience of people who either live in Porter ranch or are live in the area. And then they know you're an expert now and they're probably going to follow you. So you probably will find your audience by doing something as simple as that. Uh, and then just talking about it because the live streams on TikTok are very, I'm just sitting here, I'm reading your comments, I'm answering them, you know, and having a conversation with you that way. I think it would also be kind of cool. I don't know if, you know, residents would be up for it. It depends on the person that they would have some residences do live streams or like the corporate and to answer the questions because they want to know firsthand the experiences of the people who live there. Like, of course, the person, the community representative is going to say it's a great place to live. They want to sound, you know, and we all know it's a gorgeous place, but you want to hear firsthand from people who actually live there or there day to day to know what's so great about like, for example, Porter Ranch. Right. Yeah. Interesting idea. Okay. Thank you so much. And we are going to move Thank on you. to our third and final trend, which Learen is going to be presenting to us today. And this one is all about employee. Yeah, I said it. Employee generated content. So take it away, Liren. Yeah. So uh, for the trends part, I was covering um, employee generated content, which has seen just a massive growth in the past two years. Um, employee generated content or ECG has been trending across TikTok and Instagram mostly with the introduction of just TikTok as it is, and then Instagram Reels. Um, there's been a massive desire coming out of COVID, but due to like a couple of other factors, um, there's been a big desire from consumers for authenticity from their brands. Uh, actually, 90% of consumers say that uh, whether or not they think a brand is authentic uh, plays into whether or not they will purchase your product or continue to follow your social medias. Um, so social media posts that feature your your passionate crew can help your brand come off as more human, which is what your consumers are looking for. Um, it's also uh, viewers don't Social media ads have been around for so long that viewers can now tell when something's an ad and when something isn't. Like we're not in the period of time anymore where Instagram ads were being painted as normal posts and people couldn't see that. They can tell. Like it's even people who don't follow the the rules on the social media platform and put the hashtag ad, people can tell when it's an ad. Um, so content like this that features your employee just in their day-to-day -day lives is a great way to showcase your brand without feeling like you're trying to sell something. Additionally, it helps balance out your social media feeds so that when people are looking at, say, your Instagram or your TikTok, it's not all, look at this beautiful house, look at this like huge community, all these very overwhelming things. You also have some like lifestyle 
uh, moments. And especially in the home builder community, it can be really, really hard to get in on like popular trends just because it can be hard to kind of make them fit selling a home. But when you're using things like uh, employee generated content, you can do a lot of those trends like Brandywine John from Brandywine makes such good TikToks. He makes the funniest of just him dancing to like popular music. Like when, um, oh, that Lizzo song that was trending on TikTok. Everybody knows it's what Lizzo's song is. It's yes, about thank damn you. time. I, all I could hear was the lyrics and I couldn't think of the title. In a minute. I got you. Yeah. He just made the cutest TikTok about being excited about the Carson Lynn opening. And they just did the the popular TikTok dance. I'm like, they're not fantastic. It's not like, you know, people who do TikTok dances professionally. But like, that's what people are looking for is that it looks like just a group of people having a great time. Um we do a lot of it at Get Community too, where we shared a great reel from our, our holiday party. Um, we have all sorts of fun with employee generated content on the Get Community Instagram. <laughs> um, it can also be a big tool for recruitment. Um, the first thing people do when they're looking for a job or considering applying for a company is Google the company. And the first things that are going to pop up are your social media. And if they go to your social media and see that employees are appreciated and that it seems like a fun workplace culture, they're more likely to be willing to apply for you, to take interviews, pardon me, um, and just generally like, like your vibe. It's kind of your first foot forward with what kind of a brand you are beyond what you sell. Um, it can be really daunting to start putting in employee-generated content, content, which makes brands, I think, a little overly cautious to use it. Um, but if you just keep it really simple in the beginning with just like, like we did one for National Coffee Day where we just got recommendations of all of our staff, like local place that they like to get coffee. And like, it was fun. We were able to tag the places in the area. They shared it to their story, which then got get community in front of all the people who watched their coffee uh, businesses story. Um, got us out in front of new people and it took me 15 minutes to make. It's super fun and super easy. And you keep it on a volunteer basis. Cause like, I don't like being on camera. There are other employees that don't like being on camera. They don't have to be. Just keep it on a volunteer basis. And you, I think people would be surprised to see how much employees like want to make content for the companies they work for. You can also look to uh, what we call internet holidays, which are things like National Coffee Day, like National Black Dog Day, like those kind of like weird, fun holidays quote unquote, can make for some really great Instagram and TikTok content. Featuring employees also means that your employees are more likely to share the content you've created to their own feed, which similar to with the coffee companies, gets your product out to all of their following. Your employee, if you're trying to sell a house and your employee is sharing something they were in, your employee may have a follower that's looking for a home. That isn't someone they're close with. It's just someone they follow on social media who's looking for a home and they're now seeing your content in your homes. And because they have that endorsement from your employee, they're more likely to come to your content. 33% of employees already post on social media about their employer positively without being asked. So it's worth it to tap into that on a like on a 
ask, ask them to, like ask them to take part in content. Um, Employee-generated content was one of the biggest trends to watch in 2022, and it's going to be a great tool for brands moving forward in 2023. It also ties really in easily into the two other trends we've talked about. Not only is it really easy short form, but it's really easy to make it interactive too. Uh, like Nicole talked about, having live streams or having reels where you answer questions about the home buying process, like... All of us writers here are relatively young. We are not homeowners yet. I've said this on podcasts before. I don't know what half the terms for home buying mean, um, like for, for how they pertain to me. So having an Instagram reel where somebody breaks all that down, I'm more likely to return to them when I'm looking for a home because they're the ones who explained it to me. I already have that trust built up. And that's just from like a 30 minute live stream that doesn't take a lot of work. Employee generated content doesn't cost anything because it's already your employees who already work for you. Like it's very cost effective. It's super easy to make and they're really, really fun. Uh, so it's a great, great option for when designing your 2023 marketing strategy. Definitely. I love it. And it's one of those things that you can find pretty easily if you're monitoring. So when you're doing like your social listening part of the program, um, your employees is some of the content you see first, you know, like when I pop into LinkedIn for my own self, I'll see your guys's posts before anyone else I'm connected to you. It's like easy for me to spot and then share it to our get community LinkedIn, you know, mm -hmm. and I always see our clients employees posting on LinkedIn because I'm sending it to our account directors and be like, you should share this. You should share this to their corporate page. And that's exactly what we're talking about. It's like these employees who you, they, they just like to post about the positive things that are happening in their lives to their networks. And it's easy to look for, it's easy to find, and it's so easy to share. So it, literally it is free, you know, hardly any production. Um, but awesome. Thank you for putting that together for us. Good job. Of course. Yeah, Thank great. you. I know. I love it. All three trends that we will be uh, pushing our clients more and more to do in 2023 and beyond <laughs> as we try to evolve everybody's programs, you know? Yeah. Ryan, anything to add? Uh, no, other than, you know, like I said, having, uh, you know, hired all content creators, you know, makes employee driven content, you know, that much easier. Uh, you know, we have this amazing team of people that, you know, just come to us with ideas in, you know, it, it does, you know, when you have those people and, um, and uh, like Learen said, you know, asking, you may be surprised to find out, you know, who on your team, you know, has those things or actually may want to do some of those things. Um, so, you know, that's a, a great thing. But I, I always look at my team and go, you guys just make it so easy. Yeah, so true. Okay. And I also just want to say that, you know, by the time you, each of you does buy your own house, because you had this job, you are going to know all of the ins and you're going to be like leaps and bounds above all of your friends who know nothing. They'll be coming to you <laughs> and you'll be like, let me break it down for you. Here's what's happening in your life. So you'll be, you'll be ready. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, thank you everybody for coming on, presenting your trend. For those of you listening, 
You can find the link in this podcast show notes to download the full trends report and read it, you know, while you're sitting in bed at night and you want all those little details that we talked about. Um, And definitely some resources in there too, as far as statistics are concerned and whatnot, but find that link in the show notes. And uh, we can't wait to work on these trends with you as we enter a new year. So thanks everybody. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Home Builder Happy Hour. Make sure to follow us on all our social media pages to stay updated on what's happening at Get Community. You can find all of our social media handles in our show notes for this episode. We'll see you next time. And remember to make every hour in life your happiest hour.